Bulgarian National Radio. Hello and welcome to Bulgaria Today, the English-language podcast of the Bulgarian National Radio, bringing you news, stories and music from this country. I'm Kostadina Tanasov, joining you from the studio of the Bulgarian National Radio here in Sofia. And I'm Elizabeth Ratkova. Stay with us. Bulgaria Today First, the news headlines on Wednesday, the 23rd of March. The European Union will discuss a Bulgarian proposal to reduce fuel prices. Parliament votes to close specialized prosecutor's office at first reading. Head of Bulgaria's refugee agency resigns amidst Ukrainian refugee crisis. 85% of Bulgarians not happy with inflation rate and low incomes. The ruling coalition is divided over the nomination for Bulgarian National Bank governor. Now the news in full. On March 24th, the European Commission will submit to the European Council the Bulgarian proposal regarding a reduction in fuel prices. This was announced at a government meeting by Prime Minister Kirill Petkov. All countries in the EU could conclude a joint agreement for the purchase of natural gas and thus negotiate better prices, Petkov said, explaining the Bulgarian proposal. In addition, at an agreed price of more than 50 euro per megawatt hour, measures should be taken to keep the price down. A general reduction in excise duties on fuels is also proposed. The government is extending the business support program for electricity bills by allocating another 377 million euros, Petkov said. The aid ceiling per megawatt hour is raised from 128 to 153 euros. Parliament has approved at first reading the amendments to the Judicial System Act regarding the closure of the specialized law courts and prosecutor's office. The only votes against were those of the MPs from the opposition GERP party and the movement of, for rights and freedoms. In the words of Minister of Justice Nadezhda Yordanova, this is the first important step in the country in the direction of well and truly having one law for all. Minister Yordanova expressed readiness to engage in dialogue before the definitive voting of the amendments in plenary, but rejected the invitation by Prosecutor General Ivan Geshev for open debates on the amendments outside the legislative procedure. Amidst a wave of Ukrainian refugees, Petya Parvanova has resigned as chairperson of Bulgaria's state agency for refugees. She was summoned for a meeting at the Council of Ministers where it became clear that her joint work with the government could not continue. Parvanova held the post of interior minister in the first caretaker government appointed by President Rosen Plevneliev. She has been the head of the refugee agency since 2016. The established organization for a horizontal approach to welcoming refugees has not achieved the expected goals, Parvanova told the Bulgarian National Radio. 
She believes that she does not have the trust of the government, and the government should appoint a person to head the agency who would do what the authorities expect. The newly appointed chair of the agency is Mariana Tosheva. The public in Bulgaria gives the four-party coalition government 3.57 out of a maximum of six points after its first 100 days in power, indicates an Alpha Research survey commissioned by the Bulgarian National Television. 53% of the respondents say they do not expect early elections this year. 41.1% are convinced that there will be snap elections. More than 85% say they are not happy with what has been done in the sphere of incomes and inflation. 60.9% regard the arrest of GERB leader and ex-Prime Minister Boyko Borisov as a fiasco. Only 34% of the respondents admit the authorities have had some success in combating corruption. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said peace talks with Russia were difficult and confrontational, yet moving forward. In another attempt to mediate between Russia and Ukraine, French President Emmanuel Macron spoke to both President Putin and President Zelensky. The change in the position of Kremlin can also be seen in the statement of President Putin's spokesperson, According to Dmitry Peskov, Moscow's goal is no longer the denazification of Ukraine, but having Kyiv accept that Crimea is Russian and that two independent states have emerged in Donbass. Russia would only resort to the use of nuclear weapons if it were faced with an existential threat, Peskov told CNN International. The Kremlin's refusal to rule out the use of nuclear weapons was condemned by the Pentagon. It's not the way a responsible nuclear power should act, said Pentagon spokesperson John Kirby. The deadline for nominations for a new Bulgarian National Bank governor expires today, the 23rd of March. The ruling We Continue the Change Party is nominating the chairman of its parliamentary group, Andrei Gyurov. MP Venezia Netsuva-Angova said for the BNR. There is such a People Party, which is also part of the ruling coalition, nominated the co-chairman of the Parliamentary Committee on Budget and Finance, Lyubomir Karimansky. Christo Ivanov, co-chairman of Democratic Bulgaria, called for unity within the ruling coalition. He stated it was not a bad thing to have two nominations, but that if the new governor was to be elected on the votes of the opposition, that would raise a host of serious questions. University students from Bulgaria and North Macedonia will be able to study free of charge in the higher schools of the neighbouring country. This is stipulated in the Programme for Cooperation in Education, signed by Bulgaria's Education Minister Nikolai Denkov and North Macedonia's Education Minister Yeton Shikiri. Annually, the two governments will finance up to four scholarships for full university study for the training of three doctoral students and will provide up to five scholarships for one semester. They will apply for all specialties except medicine, arts and sports. 
The two countries also signed a program for cultural cooperation and memoranda of partnership in youth and sports. They include a common cultural calendar, scholarships for young artists, youth exhibitions and even a friendly football match between the two governments. COVID-19 Bulgaria has reported 1,943 new daily infections with COVID-19 in the past day, as 70% of the newly infected citizens have not been vaccinated. 13% of the 14,820 tests performed returned a positive result. Data from the National Coronavirus Information Portal shows... 20 people with an established COVID-19 died during the day. 1,797 vaccines were administered in Bulgaria on Tuesday. There are 2,048,030 people with a completed immunization cycle. 713,476 persons have received a booster shot. Thursday, the weather will be sunny across Bulgaria. The minimum temperatures will be between minus 3 and 2 degrees Celsius and daytime heights will reach 16 to 21 degrees Celsius. In Sofia, the minimum morning temperature will be around minus 1 degrees and the maximum up to 17 degrees Celsius. Above the mountains, it will be also sunny with temporarily strong northerly wind. The maximum temperature at an altitude of 1,200 meters will be up to 7 degrees Celsius, at 2,000 meters around zero. On Friday, the temperatures will remain high, but there will be clouds with precipitation over the eastern regions. Bulgaria Today This has been the news on Bulgaria Today, now the headlines once again. The European Union will discuss a Bulgarian proposal to reduce fuel prices. Parliament votes to close specialized prosecutor's office at first reading. Head of Bulgaria's refugee agency resigns amidst Ukrainian refugee crisis. 85% of Bulgarians not happy with inflation rate and low incomes. The ruling coalition is divided over the nomination for Bulgarian National Bank governor. Skopje and Sofia signed educational, cultural and sports agreements. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. Next on the show, Boyko Borisov's detention, a demonstration or a step to fight corruption in Bulgaria. Don't go away. Politics. The 24-hour detention of Bulgaria's former Premier Boyko Borisov, former Minister of Finance Vladislav Goranov and GERP's media advisor Sevdalina Arnaudova has been top of the domestic policy agenda in recent days. Meanwhile, mutual accusations between the prosecutor's office and the Ministry of Interior continue. However, it remains to be seen whether the government will prove that it is taking steps towards 
fulfilling its promise to show zero tolerance for corruption. In an interview for Novetica website, lawyer Lyubomir Talev called the detention of Borisov, Goranov and Arnaudova a triumph of lawlessness, helplessness and pseudo-change and clarified. It is a triumph of lawlessness because the public has not received evidence and arguments why a person must be arrested without the sanction of the independent judiciary. In his words, this act is a triumph of pseudo-change because the so-called parties of protest came to power with the promise to make judicial reform, ensure lawfulness and the independence of the judiciary and promote the rule of law. Meanwhile, we see that they are doing the opposite, says Lyubomir Talev. In an interview with the Bulgarian National Radio, GERP's MP Dani Kanazireva suggested that Premier Kirill Petkov had ordered Boyko Borisov's detention. According to Hristo Ivanov, chairman of the parliamentary group of Democratic Bulgaria, these actions of the law enforcement authorities should have happened as an awful lot of questions regarding Borisov and the other detainees have remained unanswered. The attempt of the former ruling party and the biggest opposition in Bulgaria's National Assembly to present the latest events as a battle between the bad state and the good Borisov is unlikely to succeed, political scientist Strahil Delisky predicted. It will certainly strengthen cohesion within the party. Only a week ago, during the National Conference of GERP, Party members said that GERP was Boyko Borisov and Boyko Borisov was GERP. Every community acts in this way when it is at risk. However, this party cannot grow bigger. Borisov keeps it alive, but he also impedes the party's development in a dynamic political environment, Strahil Deliski said for Radio Plovdiv of the Bulgarian National Radio. I wonder how the government benefited from Borisov's detention apart from saying once again, we are the good ones and the prosecutor's office is bad. Political scientist Dimitar Ganev said with regard to the actions of the Ministry of Interior. You must have irrefutable proof to undertake such an urgent step. The partial rehabilitation of Gerp and Boyko Borisov came with the end of his 24-hour detention. I don't know what the government thought, but their actions may have a boomerang effect, Dimitar Ganev added. According to Deputy Premier and Minister of Finance, Asen Vasilev, however, it was the prosecutor's office that failed, as it did not file any indictment to Boyko Borisov and Vladislav Goranov before they were released from custody. It doesn't matter what your name is. We must follow the one-size-fits-all model. This is a normal investigative action. This process will continue. The prosecutor's office has not refused to initiate pre-trial proceedings. It is waiting for additional information, contends Minister Vasilev. Song of the day. As we near the end of the show, it is time for our music slot. 
Next, we bring you Stoyan Yankulovs and Elitsa Todorova's song Water. The song was the Bulgarian entry at the 2007 Eurovision Song Contest. Water, which was ranked fifth at the 2007 Eurovision, is one of the most popular songs of the unique duo Stoyan Yankulov Elitsa Todorova, who play percussion instruments. This has been all on Bulgaria today, this Wednesday, the 23rd of March. You can follow the latest news and developments in this country on our website. And don't forget that you can always drop us a line at RadioBulgaria at bnr.bg or English at bnr.bg. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RadioBulgaria English Service. Thank you for being with us. Stay healthy and take care. Bulgarian National Radio.